Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Gojo. Today we will be talking about Adam Wingard's Godzilla vs. Kong. I, although I don't know that we can quite really call it Adam Wingard's anymore. But oh, <laughs> before we get to all of that, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Please write to us. Let us know what you think of our show and the things that we talk about. And please go to mpn.bz slash Patreon or patreon.com slash Midwest Podnet and uh, consider throwing us even just a dollar a month. It's helpful. We like knowing you're out there. And that also gives you access to the bonus episodes of Horror Movie Yearbook called Tiny Terrors and uh, the bonus episodes of the Midwest Game Nerds podcast, which are called Side Quests. Uh, uh, you get one week early access to those and, uh, and, uh, it's a lot of fun doing those and, and releasing them early for people. Uh, horror movie yearbook boys this week. Uh, they talked about a movie. I can't remember the name of it. It is a wrestling movie. This no one lives. No one lives is the name of the movie that they discussed because, uh, 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 WrestleMania, I believe is this weekend. Is it that correct? Is, yes. Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So a little bit of a WrestleMania, uh, throwback there. And uh, next week or next episode, they're going to be discussing um, the Amityville Horror, the original 70s movie. Please check that out. And uh, on the Midwest Game Nerds podcast, we're going to be talking about Outriders this weekend, which is the uh, surprise hit that uh, had some troubling days when it released. But it sounds like a lot of people are playing it. We're excited to talk about it. Uh, It should be fun. Look forward to all of that on the Midwest Podcast Network. But um, also, before we get into Godzilla versus Kong, uh, Gojo has Gojo's dedicated his life to studying Godzilla in the past several weeks, and uh, we just want to discuss the journey that he's gone on viewing all of the Godzilla films, and uh, and maybe talk about some of the the highlights and the lowlights. And everything in between. Um, so, Gojo, exactly how many movies have you viewed related to Godzilla in okay. the last several weeks? Well, if we're just going to do just straight Godzilla, like Godzilla canon, uh, so to speak, um, uh, I think it's 33. Um, that's a lot of movies. That's a lot of movies. And then if you count the uh, the two uh, Mothra films I watched, it bumps it up to a nice 35. Um, so it's the same universe, just there's no Godzilla. But uh, yeah, let's see. Um, and that covers from, obviously, Godzilla 1954 through uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, and yes, I even snuck in the, uh, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla in there. Because <laughs> it's it technically looks... canon. <laughs> technically, yes. Technically canon, yes. Um, so, you know, I mean, we've talked about Godzilla movies previously. I believe we reviewed the 2014 Godzilla film that yes. kicked off yeah. the beginning of this, uh, round of legendary Godzilla films, legendary, the production company, not, um, not the quality, yeah. not legendary, the quality <laughs> or ad- adjective. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's always been something that I think we've, uh, we've enjoyed or tried to enjoy and been curious about how these uh, new American movies would, uh, what they would do with the character. And, um, I'm excited to talk about the culmination of that, uh, shortly, but, uh, I think we even went back and talked about the original Godzilla at some point as well. Um, the, the 55 one. 
So, Gojo, had you seen that original one before this? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. The f- it, I, it had been. I. It wasn't that long before probably Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so it's not some. This isn't something I grew up loving. Um, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I wasted too much of my youth. Um, but that's fine. It's fine. You made got, up for it. I did. The past you know? thirty-three movies that you've watched. Would I have appreciated it as a boy? You know, who knows? Um, yes. Yes, you would. would. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. No, but uh, so Criterion released that that big Showa series, uh, just collection of all fifteen movies from the Showa series of Godzilla. Uh, which, if you're not sure what you know what particular series are, um, basically they're named after. Uh, for the most part, whoever was emperor of Japan at that time, uh, which I learned um, Godzilla 54 through um, terror of Mecha Godzilla, which let me check real quick was that's uh, 1975, 1975. There you go. Um, that's the longest period. Uh, and then the eighties and nineties were the Heisei series. Um, that probably has like the most recognizable Godzilla suit. I think um, it's, yeah, it's, that's a, Probably my personal favorite era. I think it's got steady quality across all of it. Uh, the Millennium series. Uh, there was no Emperor Millennium, so just forget that little tidbit I mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Godzilla. Sure? I mean, no, I'm not. Uh, I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to dig deeper into my into my Japan, Japanese history. But uh, Godzilla 2000, which actually came out, I think, in 1999. So uh, lies. What the um, hell? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, and it ended with uh, the seminal classic Godzilla Final Wars starring UFC legend Don Fry. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's and then there's technically, I think, a Reiwa series, which covers Shin Godzilla, which is the most recent okay. uh, theatrical release. And then the Netflix trilogy. Uh, there's a it's an animated, though, so I did not review those for this because. Okay. Um, there was not someone stomping around in a suit and it just, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to touch. <laughs> well, that. I assume it might encapsulate anything that follows after Shin Godzilla as well in the cinematic uh, realm. It's, but, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't kept up on how Shin Godzilla did. Although I hear somebody here might have some numbers that we can take a look at. Yeah. But, um, I got numbers what, for you. I got numbers what the for future, days. What the future of the Godzilla franchise looks like in Japan and even in the U.S. Uh, we'll, we'll have to discuss. But um, yes. but yeah. So um, so through your journey, you also you you kept the scorecard, of course. I did. Right? Yes. Yeah, so I I made sure that I took notes on every single movie. Uh, so I have just this stack of papers here, and it's kind of not you know not super official notes. Just I usually have a have a nice, nice strong drink in hand so I could, you know, relax appropriately. Um, <laughs> and just little anecdotes that I found amusing. Uh, I'd usually take screenshots of ridiculous quotes from the movie and send it to you guys. Yes. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. If not, I'm going to be super uh, self-conscious about it. Um, <laughs> I loved them all. And you had one that was very timely. I don't remember I don't, which movie it was from. I'm going to oh, go I ahead. I, What's your guess? Uh, Oh God, I don't know. Was it the one I just sent from Mothra that said, "Oh God, it was uh, we we don't have a starfish SWAT team or anything." It's yeah, <laughs> no, that was it was not. Uh, yeah, that was one. it. 
No, uh, it was, but, there, there's a little bit of Godzilla in all of us. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, I was going to go with, it's like a monster convention in here. That is a, <laughs> also, also very good. It's a fantastic one. God, there's so many good ones. So um, uh, I think probably my favorite is, uh, there's this one of just this kid who's looking really forlorn. It's a, It was a video. And he just slowly tilts his head up like super dramatically. And he looks at this poster. And there's a picture of a sailboat on it. And it says, the caption reads, dance competition and then no dance marathon and then he just slowly seriously stands up and he's like he's filled with new purpose and like <laughs> like that's it that was it there's no additional context provided in the movie it was fantastic um that's great uh yeah but um and then yeah i went through and i wanted to keep uh i needed to keep like official battle records of every single fight that happened in the movie movies plural um so basically i yeah basically most of them are pretty easy like you can tell who wins by you know whoever is left standing at the end but i also wanted to actually score them because some of these had to be settled by decision so uh Mm. basically anytime a kaiju gets like a significant hit um they get a point and you know you don't necessarily if you get the most points win but if it comes down to decision if godzilla doesn't just ko you at the end then you know that will help me decide. So, uh, yeah, I have needed to be some way yes. to, to finalize this. Exactly. Yes. I kept a running record of, yeah. Who wins and losses for every major Kaiju. Um, I got an Excel sheet. That's like, yeah, it's, I, I went deep. Um, but, uh, there's also a, uh, a yeah. Godzilla bracket as well that, um, un- unfortunately we, we didn't, I don't, I don't, I didn't feel well equipped enough because I've seen maybe three movies on this That's entire the thing. bracket. Yeah, like <laughs> there's, yeah, it's a 32 movie bracket, and uh, it's just basically pitting all the movies against each other. And uh, if you, yeah, if you hadn't just watched all these Godzilla movies, or if you're not just familiar with all of them, then it's just pointless for anyone to do it because there's too much, and they all yeah. blend together at a certain point. But. Uh, uh, for for the record, when I filled out the bracket, uh, Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters, all out attack was was the winner. Um, Beautiful, yes, beautiful. Um, I when 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 in the when was that one? That was Millennium series. Um, okay, I should have wrote down the years these came out, but uh, I didn't because I didn't know how deep to go. You know, I don't know. I got is I there- went deep. Do you think there's anything in particular? And I, you know, I gave you a list of superlatives that we can run through very shortly here. Um, Mm -hmm. But what do you, what do you think in particular? Was that a surprise to you that that was the one that ended up in the, in the middle or, you know, it it was, yeah. Um, Just cause uh, like it definitely stood out when I was watching it. But like, if you asked me what my favorite was, I don't know that that's, that's probably not what I would have said. Um, is just kind of how these things worked out. But I wanted to, cause like Godzilla 54 is what most honest people are going to say is the best one. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not wrong. It's pos- it's possibly like the best movie, but it's not yeah. the best Godzilla movie because he doesn't fight anything. He just, <laughs> he just destroys. destroys everyone and it's great, <laughs> but you want to watch grown ass men in stupid costumes duking it out, you know, with some special effects and explosions going on around them. And they're knocking over styrofoam buildings. Uh, you need that for like a Godzilla movie. Um, and unfortunately Godzilla 54 just does not, does not really, uh, 
fill that need. Um, mm-hmm. So it got knocked out uh, relatively early. Um, but uh, yeah, I well, mean, what do you what do you think carried? Uh, I'm sorry, I already forgot the name of the one that actually won for you. Godzilla, you Mothra, think? and King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. Yes. Yeah. So what what brought that to the to the <laughs> final round and and for the win? You know, it's it's got it's got a pretty good uh, human story. I mean, as far as Godzilla movies go, um, it's got a lot of characters that are actually really well flesh fleshed out, and they have not stupid motivations. Um, and there's a lot of monster action. Um, uh, Godzilla basically just tears his way through a bunch of monsters in that one. There's a lot of fighting. Um, and Godzilla's super evil in this one too. Like he's, this is bad Godzilla. Um, and that's, that's different to see. I mean, it seems like about half of the movies, Godzilla is the bad guy, but he's never like this. This one was, this was a, this was a mean Godzilla. You could tell because his eyes were just straight white. Um, and that's just a telltale <laughs> sign that this guy's up to no good. That's such a sure. sweet design. I love that. Oh, uh, it's yeah. It's one of the, it's probably the coolest Godzilla design. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it mesh, it mixed, you know, actual good movie with great kaiju action. So, um, well, and it, it sounds like the Godzilla movie that has it all. I feel like a lot of the things that we end up talking about and that you've already touched on a little bit with Godzilla movies is like how much, how much are the humans in it? And do they mm-hmm. do anything that's actually consequential? And like, you know, was there enough fight scenes and were they cool enough? That kind of thing. So it sounds yeah. like this one has a, a good balance of all of those things. It really um, is. Yeah. So it came out in 2001. There we go. According to Wikipedia here in terms of like the effects, are we still, is, is that still like rubber suit Godzilla fight scenes? Or? So as far as I know, like, Every Godzilla movie, every Toho Godzilla movie has had an actual physical Godzilla. Um, even uh, even Shin, which I, okay. didn't, I would not have guessed um, from watching it. But I, a lot of it is CG. And then a, there is some actual guy in a suit uh, okay. with computer enhanced effects. But um, good to know. Yes. Um, but I mean, it looks it looks good. Uh, it does look like dudes in suits for a lot of the time. Um, uh, and the Mothra looks like a Mothra puppet, uh, even though they, they've by millennium, they did start using more CG, um, Mm -hmm. and it looks terrible. Uh, it's, (laughs) it's great. Um, It's it's certainly early 2000s CG. It is. And it's early 2000s, like Japanese CG, um, (laughs) which is like, no, like Japan is great with technology, but there's like CG just did did not match up to Americans at that standard. Like. (laughs) So, Their like judgment Nick and I, of what looks cool, I think, is oh, very God, different. Yeah. From like America Nick and I movies. watched um, Godzilla 2000 together, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the, you remember the CG Bean UFO? Um, yes, yes. <laughs> it looked it looked horrible. It looked yeah, like awful. It looked like early nineties. Uh, oh, and the, this the was, whole movie looked awful. Yeah, yeah. but like this was <laughs> the I, same. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't this, believe what I was oh, seeing. Yeah. This is the same year that Phantom Menace came out. I yeah. mean, and if you compare the effects between those two, like there's it, you'd think you were watching movies from two different decades. It was hilarious. It um, wasn't yeah. even the effects like uh, 1999 is one of those years that like a ton of Hallmark movies came out. And for some reason, I thought the same thing uh, just now that I thought then. But when you said that uh, when we were watching it, you said this is the same year the Phantom Menace came out. And I said, this is the same year the Sixth Sense came out. For some reason, that was the movie that leapt into my mind. But I thought like 
obviously it's not an, it's not a particularly effects heavy movie, but just like the look of the movie, like Godzilla mm-hmm. 2000 looks like it was shot on VHS camera in mm-hmm. 1992. Yeah. Like it look it just the, the look of the movie is so bad. I oh, kept yeah. asking Gojo. I was like, this is from 1999. He was like, yeah. And I'm like, you're joking. He's yeah. like, no, I swear to God. But honestly, yeah. You know, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Would you really have it any other way with a Godzilla movie? <laughs> yeah, you're know. not. Yeah, you're not here for quality, guys. I mean, no. if you're going to watch that, thirty, that is that is irrefutable. <laughs> if you're going to watch thirty some Godzilla movies, uh, at a certain point, you just you just readjust your standards. Um, you have to be realistic, and your realistic is there's going to be dopey characters. It's going to look terrible. You're going to see the wires all the time, and you just have to sit back. <laughs> You just got to sit back and enjoy it because there's a lot there to love. Uh, or take a take a series of micro naps like I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly on the low end of Godzilla movies, uh, if you're asking me. That was that was near the bottom. But um, so, yeah. I mean, unless there, I, I, I'd like to get into some of the superlatives, but like, is there anything more specifically that you wanted to discuss about some of the movies along the way? Or do you think that'll be a good jumping off point? for no, some of these? You know, there's just too much to get into specifically. Yeah, yeah so I won't. <laughs> um, but I oh, will it could say be, it like, could be an entire like limited run podcast of like, yeah, an episode I, per movie. Yeah. I was thinking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, Podzilla, King of Casts. That's what I would name it. Um, because I'm I big probably into probably buy that uh, domain right now. Yeah, if, uh... I'm big into pun names, uh, so <laughs> I would. That's how I operate. But like, I remember, I remember uh, doing the doing the podcast for Godzilla 2014, mm-hmm. and like, I was thinking of my complaints for that movie and how uninformed I was on Godzilla at that point, and like, so many of the things I didn't like about 2014 at that time, I've just I've just learned. You know what? That's it's part of the bargain. Um, mm. You need to, you're watching Godzilla movies. What, you know, you need to know what to expect. Um, that said, I, there's still a lot wrong with 2014. Um, and I don't know if that made it out of the first round of my bracket, but uh, I, there is a lot, there's still a lot of fun with it, but yeah, it's, I eventually just learned to stop worrying about quality and just, just, just drink it all in. And it was, it was quite the ride. That's probably the right way to go about it. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I, I probably should have listened to that episode. Uh, you know, I did the homework with Justice League and listened to the Batman vs. Superman episode, which <laughs> I do think happened to be a pretty good episode of our show. But um but in terms of like Godzilla, really in twenty fourteen, what I kind of remember of it, I feel as though, you know, we were all kind of like, Yeah, there's still too many humans in this movie and you know, there could have been more action, but what was there we mostly liked. Um and so, you know, I think it's interesting because then we we saw we all saw King of the Monsters together as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a, a few of you saw Kong Skull Island. And so mm-hmm. it's really it's interesting to me the trajectory that those ones had on. But we'll probably talk about that more with Godzilla versus Kong. Um, yes. So I think we'll probably start with some of these superlatives that I requested from you. Yes, um, yes. I'm going to save the overalls uh, for last. So we'll come back around to those. Um, But who would you say was the coolest villain of the ones that you met in this journey? Uh, You know, it's, it's really hard to beat the classics. Um, uh, Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, or I've heard it Ghidorah and Ghidorah. It depends on who's saying it. Um, It (laughs) seems um, like the English dub is, they usually go Ghidorah, but there was also an English dub where they called Rodan Radon. Um, 
So I'm like, this the, is the this is questionable. Guess. Yes. So yes. so if you uh, if but, you would like to know, the katakana says, "Kingu Ghidorah." Ghidorah. Okay. So, so Ghidorah, I believe, is technically correct from the Japanese pronunciation, but yeah. So yeah, who, uh, yes. King Ghidorah, the three-headed golden dragon, fantastic. He's such a chump, though. Like overall record, he is. Uh, yes. Let me just give that to you right now. He's a lot of hype. Yeah, he is two and nine. Wow. Across, I wouldn't have expected that. And he, those two were in King of the Monsters. Wow. So mm. Japanese Ghidorah, or Ghidorah has zero wins. Um, <laughs> to be fair, throughout the Showa series, he mostly fought teams. Um, mm. Showa's great for that. There's a lot of tag team action. But uh, yeah, he won. Yeah, he, he's lowest win record of any major kaiju. But still, I mean, such a cool design. Um, and he's as the, you know, the mega bad guy. Uh, also, uh, probably Gigan, uh, who does not get enough action. Um, he's in like three movies, but he's, he's badass. He's got like scythe hands and he has a buzz saw in his midsection that if he hugs you, you're dead. It's great. Um, he's a really cool design. Um, doesn't get enough action. Um, and that like for human villains though, there's one, per- the one particular movie, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from the Heisei series. They're invaded by aliens, and their leaders are Wilson and Glenn Chico. That's the name of the alien overlords. <laughs> like they're the, they're the dorkiest white guys you've ever seen, too. It's fantastic. <laughs> God, uh, that movie's that that's a, that's a one of the best films too. If you got to see it, so well, that, I'm, that sounds pretty special in terms of like what. What was the message there? Was it the uh, westernization of uh, of Japan or something? Maybe, but uh, probably just uh, take care of Earth or something. You know, like <laughs> fucking whatever. Just show me <laughs> monsters. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck Earth. Um, um, <laughs> uh, and then for the dumbest one, like I yeah, like every kaiju has their own. They have their moment. I feel like mm-hmm. um, if I had to go for kaiju, it would probably be like Manda or something, um, who's just a just a big like snake um <laughs> just a, does nothing just gets killed uh doesn't even get killed by like a by like a an actual kaiju it gets killed by a human ship i'm like that's that's low if you can't it, you, it yeah. looks, i'm looking at a picture of him from the wikipedia page and it's just it looks like somebody pulled like a snake toy from the dollar store that's exactly that's manda. <laughs> dropped yeah. it on a miniature <laughs> that's manda pretty much yeah um and then there's, a, but really the dumbest, probably overall character is uh, Kazuma Aoki from, uh, he's from uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. Um, he is, he's just obsessed with pteranodons and he's such a dork. Everything he does is wrong. He screws up everything. Um, he's just, he's such a, he's so painful to watch. I mean, he's just awful. So I just... He really stood out as someone I hated. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I pulled up his page on uh, Gojipedia, King of the Wikis, <laughs> which is Godzilla.fandom.com. Oh, awesome! And uh, he looks like a nerd, so you know, just the worst. Yeah. However, his uh, his uh, love interest is Azusa Gojo. Oh. Or no, excuse me, Goji. Somebody oh, spelled okay. it. Or no, it's spelled Gojo in the Japanese. For some, I don't know. This is oh, weird. weird. I mean, I'm not so, gonna yeah. fall down a Gojipedia. I will say I was I spent half the movie thinking like, lady, what's up with you? What's wrong? Why are you why are you hanging around this guy? (laughs) 
He's just the worst. <laughs> um, all right. So what about the, which, which of these movies do you think had the best human plot line? It sounds like maybe the, uh, the, the triumvirate that you discussed earlier, 2001 <sighs> film with the long name that I will never remember. Apparently. Oh, um, I mean, I went with, I would say it's either Shin, uh, yeah. Shin or 54, obviously, like, cause I would say those are the only two, like, actually good movies in, uh, mm. in Godzilla, uh, canon. Um, but if I had to go with, like, a, a Godzilla, Godzilla movie, I would probably go with, uh, Ebera Horror of the Deep, which is Such not something I would have expected. Such a great name. name. God. It's so uh, good. That was, like, the first one where, where like the human story actually was compelling to me, uh, not compelling, but like Godzilla compelling. Um, that was, the, <laughs> that was the one with the dance marathon guy. Um, uh, well, good. Yeah, he he lost compelling. his brother. Uh, and what had happened was if you won the dance marathon, you won a free boat. So he's like, I'm going to go to this dance marathon. Um, but then he got there too late and he couldn't actually participate in the dance marathon. And so the, he just, he went up, met up with these guys and they're like, Oh, we're just going to steal a boat. <laughs> and they just met this thief and they all steal this boat together on accident. And they just wind up on the Ebera Island. And it's, uh, yeah, they, yeah, it was, it was surprisingly enjoyable characters. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so that one came out in 66 and apparently started life as, Operation Robinson Crusoe, King Kong versus Ebira. Oh. And then it got rejected by the American production, Rankin Bass Productions, before going to Toho, interestingly huh. enough. So, well, that's uh, neat. Yeah. Um, but what about the worst? What do we got? The, the worst human plot line? God, I th- like, historically, the worst movie in the series, and I think this would probably count as worst human <laughs> plot line, is All Monsters Attack. Which is just focuses on this dorky kid who just gets bullied and he's such a loser. And then he gets <laughs> kidnapped by Harry and Marv, um, but the Japanese versions. Um, and he just he gets like super stressed out. So he closes his eyes and he starts dreaming about Godzilla and Manila. Manila, who is the uh, Showa era baby Godzilla, who's mm. just awful, just sucks so hard. Um <laughs> And it's, How could it's, they have come up with that name? It's just Mini and Illa. It's, you know, it takes a lot of skill to work for Toho in the 60s, you know. <laughs> um, that one was pretty bad. Uh, it's probably the worst. I just honorable mention for Godzilla vs. Hedorah, um, mm. which is not really that bad, but it's it's very 60s. It is, it is on acid the whole time. Um, like there's just these they cut to these go-go clubs where there's this chicken like doing some go-go dancing and then singing about how we're destroying the earth with pollution. Um, and then there's this weird scene where they all go to this party out at the base of Mount Fuji or something. And then uh, Hedorah shows up and starts killing people. And then the candom- camera randomly cuts to like this this creepy like hills have eyes family. They just look like they're dead and they're just watching but they don't show up. They they don't actually do anything. It's just like a reaction shot from this creepy family. It was just the weirdest thing. God, it was it was it was bizarre. Um. So I also asked you for the most contrived plot line. God, that's a tough one. Um, because they're they're all in their own. <laughs> but I mean, for Godzilla most contrived. 
Surprisingly, no. Um, but that might just be because I, I I couldn't pay attention to any of it because it was so boring. Um, That's because you stayed awake at least. I yeah. <laughs> Even then, I, I couldn't figure it all out. But uh, probably Godzilla vs. Biollante. Um, in Biollante is pretty sweet though, isn't it? That's a. It's. I mean, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, but I mean, like the the, the creature himself. is insane. Yeah. Um, but as far as contrived, yeah, it's pretty contrived because um, it's after Godzilla Return of Godzilla, which was eighty four. I don't remember. It was the first of the Heisei series um, after a long 84. gap from Showa. Yes. Um, Godzilla left behind some of his his skin uh, all over Japan, and they uh, were you know, saving it for study, but then somebody comes and steals the G cells, uh, and takes it to a lab in fictional, uh, Arabic country, uh, where they have this super advanced research lab. Um, but somebody blows it up. Some terrorists blow it up and it kills this researcher's daughter. Um, so the researcher comes back to Japan and he has somehow spliced his daughter's DNA into some roses. Um, and then, also somehow splices some Godzilla cells into the roses. Oh no. And it turns it into Biolanti, <laughs> which is like this, this <laughs> massive like collection of vines and uh, just this weird it's plant just, monster. That's just Godzilla huge. sized Seymour from uh, little shop of horrors. I believe basically. Is, uh, yeah. That's yeah. essentially what happened. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, that is some guy's daughter some roses and Godzilla cells. And it's like, that the po- was the poster on IMDb is incredible. <laughs> like I said, it's a, it's, it's so sweet. It's a sweet yeah. ass movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good one. Um, yeah. But, just because it's the most contrived doesn't yeah, mean it's, it's bad. It's so it just, weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Destroy is pretty weird too. Cause, but that's just cause they don't, they don't know what science they want to go with. It's, yeah, just, I, I believe yeah. I heard uh, Tim and Willie talk about that one on, on horror movie or book a couple episodes back and it sounded pretty uh i don't know <laughs> you can't you yeah nobody can keep track of what the sci- what the fictional science is supposed to be and they just <laughs> it just ends up lapping over itself it's it's a mess but it's a fantastic film sounds like a close second for this category at least yes yes um all right most formidable kaiju foe uh so there may be a little bit of bias here but not much because mothra is the shit mm. guys i'm sorry um so mothra has the highest non-godzilla win record uh as far as percentages i don't know she might even actually beat godzilla i haven't run the final number on godzilla but she's eight and four um nice she didn't lose like until uh godzilla and mothra battle for earth and she's been all over the place um but she basically kicks godzilla's ass every time uh uh and then other than mothra uh, probably Space Godzilla, who actually this should have come up in the contrived because basically <laughs> Godzilla cells from Biolanti like burned up and went into space, traveled through space, found a wormhole, went through, attached to some crystals and came back to Earth as Space Godzilla. So sweet. So sick. great. There's nothing contrived about that. No. It's perfect. Space <laughs> Godzilla is so cool. Space Godzilla is of all kaiju is the biggest dick. Um, he's he's so just the looking. worst. He's such a jerk. Basically, he just comes to Earth, traps baby Godzilla in some crystals, um, and it, the baby's stuck there the whole movie. 
Uh, and it, this pisses Godzilla off. So Godzilla goes to fight him, but Space Godzilla just owns him every time. Godzilla gets like one or two shots in on Space Godzilla. Um, if it were not for uh, Mecha Godzilla knockoff Mogera, uh, Space Godzilla would be ruling the Earth right now. Um, <laughs> there's a little there's a little window on the actual Wikipedia article for Space Godzilla, and it just says in universe information and under species, which is the only thing that's in this section of the box. It just says mutated dinosaur slash crystalline orga- organism. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> they nailed that one. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, so, all right. We weakest, went, right? Yes. The least formidable kaiju foe. Um, I could cheat and say Zilla, which is uh, mm-hmm. first American Godzilla, mm-hmm. um, who gets killed in two hits in Final Wars. It's fantastic. <laughs> He gets thrown into the Sydney Opera House and then just atomic breath and it's over. Uh, and they even laugh about him in the movie. They're like, wow. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> yeah, that that salmon eater didn't stand much of a chance. Oh, well. Um, that feels like cheating, though. Um, no, it doesn't because Godzilla fights true. him. Godzilla yeah, fights you know? him. I mean, I could like, go with hey. Manda, but Godzilla never fights Manda. Um, but he also just looks yeah. like a snake. Yeah, so. he sucks. Um, yeah, if you were going to go pure from like the 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 Toho villains, I mean, so Zilla is is Toho though. I mean, Zilla crosses over. Yeah, yeah. he's All in right. Final yeah, Wars, fair. and they yeah. actually reference him in. Oh God, which one? Um, I think Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla. They actually reference like, hey, New York said they had a Godzilla attack them, and they're like, no, we don't think it was Godzilla. It was some <laughs> stupid salamander bullshit or something. <laughs> um, I don't remember, but they, they do. Yeah, it, he is technically canon. Um, so, you know, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with Zilla. Plus, because he dies from like missiles in the American one. Like, get over yourself, man. Come on. Perfect. Missiles. <laughs> um. All right. And uh, next up, we have best line delivery from Charles Dance in Godzilla King of the Monsters. <laughs> What this do you think a, you're doing? <laughs> Two words. It's a bit of a, a leading question. And since we never we never got to talk about that movie on this oh, or on the show, I just I might as well say like we went and saw that one in theaters. I think it was opening night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, probably there was a there was a power outage, of course, uh, <laughs> in the middle of the movie for some reason. But just like I don't know, for some reason, Charles Dance says that line, and it just about <laughs> murdered me it's like, in the theater. Yeah. It, he does, it's not a ridiculous line read, really. It's no. it's weird, but because it's basically it's what do you think you're doing? But he splits it into two words, um, <laughs> and it's just it's, it's just it hit the, ca- it, the cadence of it is yeah. so strange. Yeah. It's yeah, it's incredible. If it only it's hit like, one of us like that, I'd say maybe it was made up. But no, it hit all of all us at the same time immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. It's I'm, uh, that's probably going to be a defining Godzilla in the theaters moment for me for the rest of my life. Which Absolutely is great. But uh, thank you, Charles Dance. Um, all right, so we got four more left. Uh, best kaiju death. Um, that's got to be uh, Kaiser King Ghidorah in Godzilla: Final Wars. Mm. Um, because uh, so basically, there's this monster that comes down to Earth in an asteroid called monster X. Uh, and then he tussles with Godzilla for a bit. He's the final boss uh, until he mutates into a four legged version of uh, King Ghidorah, Kaiser King Ghidorah. Uh, and then they tussle for a bit. Um, 
when Godzilla finally gets the upper hand, he just like he throws him up and atomic breath launches him into space and he just keeps going for a while until he explodes like Godzilla's atomic breath reaches space in that one. Like it's fantastic. Um, so that would probably think, be my I think he one ups himself in this movie in uh, Godzilla versus Khan. If that were a kill, I would probably go with that one. Oh, um, that's true. But uh, and then I'd say runner up would be actually Godzilla's spoilers for uh, Godzilla Mothra. Well, all Godzilla movies. Shut up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Godzilla dies in uh, Godzilla Mothra and King Ghidorah Giant Monsters All Out Attack um, mm. because a human drives a sub down his throat and then fires like this drill missile out through his insides and it shoots out his like after past his shoulder. Um, it doesn't kill Godzilla though. Uh, Godzilla comes up and he's gonna he's gonna atomic breath this poor innocent reporter, but the breath comes out his back. Ooh! Like a couple times, Godzilla's like, "Wait, what's going on?" And so and then he tries it like the third time, and he just lights himself on fire. He just self immolates <laughs> with with atomic breath, uh, and it's fantastic. And that's how they stop Godzilla in that movie. But they don't actually you're... stop him because his heart. His still beating heart floats to the bottom of the ocean, and that's the last shot of the movie, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he just covers his back with his hand and then can fire. God, he, he probably would have, but, you know, Godzilla's got those short little arms. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Um, yeah. And then best human death. Oh, God. There's there's so many great ones to choose from. Um, obviously... <laughs> There's one that's far and away the best, probably the best on-screen death in film history. And yes, I know um, Rogue One, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's death, getting headshot yes. by the Death Star is fantastic. That is but very good. there is... Uh, it's a high bar. We just got a brief sidebar here for Major Shindo from uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah in uh, the Heisei series. Um it's the movie cuts back to world war two um, and major Shindo is leading this. Uh, he's on one of the South islands in the South Pacific. They're getting attacked by the Americans when like unevolved dinosaur version, Godzilla comes and saves his squad. Um, but dinosaur Godzilla gets like blown to hell from, he, he doesn't get killed, but he gets blown up by some, some American Navy bombardment. Uh, and there's an amazing uh, joke in that movie about, there's the, the American Navy is like, oh, my God, dinosaurs on the island. You'll have to tell your son about this major Spielberg. Uh, God. Oh, my God. It's so great. <laughs> Honestly, that movie is that movie is just pure cheese. But so which great one throughout. is that? This is Godzilla versus uh, King Ghidorah in okay. uh, Heisei. But that's the only Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. But yeah, um, so Major Shindo is like, he's like, oh my God, Godzilla, you saved us. I will remember you forever. And all of his men like watch over Godzilla until they come to get rescued from the island. And then the guy goes on to be like, after the war, he goes on to be like this mega industrialist. He's super successful, has a building with his name on it, skyscraper. Um, but forever, he remembers what Godzilla did for him. And he just worships Godzilla. So then, of course, Godzilla comes to his city. Uh, where the skyscraper is and it, oh my God, it's fantastic. Uh, Godzilla just walks up to this skyscraper where Shindo is. Shindo's looking out the window. I swear to God, they make eye contact and it's just like, <laughs> this goes on, like it cuts between the two for like fifth for, I don't know, like 30 seconds. I don't know. It felt like forever. Like they both know what's coming. They're just, you know, 
they acknowledge each other, they make peace with each other, and then Godzilla just atomic breasts the top of the building off, just <laughs> blows this guy away. Oh my god, <laughs> it's fantastic. He knew what he was doing. It was uh, like he's like, uh, I love you, I respect you, Shindo, but I must kill. And they just, oh god, it gets me every time. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Um, and then briefly, uh, some runners up here, uh, Godzilla two thousand despite being aggressively mediocre throughout the bad guy human in that Katagiri, uh, <laughs> he just, for whatever reason, when Godzilla's coming to the building that he's standing on, oh, he's, he's just like, with him. he's like, Oh God, Godzilla. Ah. Um, he just stands there. He's like, come get me. Godzilla. Just his dying words, just shouting Godzilla. <laughs> and then Godzilla just <laughs> smashes the building with his hand. Um, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, and then, Lastly, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. I have to say the whole name every time. Um, there's these uh, there these moments where this movie is like a slasher film because there's people who are just like real awful and uh, they destroy like they destroy something and then it unleashes monster spirit to come and destroy them. Uh, so there's these awful teens who are just like having a, a raucous good time at the lake uh, and they destroy this idol Um which actually belongs to guardian spirit Mothra. Um, and then they take this dog and they put it in a box like, yeah, we're going to drown this dog. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? This is a Godzilla movie. And then these take, they take it out on a boat on the lake and then just Mothra just rears up out of the water, and just smashes on and kills him. It's great. Oh man. Does it's Mothra fantastic. take the dog as its own? They do cut to a news broadcast where the dog is safe. So, I mean, okay, that's good. that was, that was good. important because yes. Mothra didn't kill the dog, but, uh, Yes. The dog didn't deserve that. No, no, he did not. Kids, yes. But, uh, yeah. Youths. Uh, yeah. Street youths. Street yes. youths. Um, all right. So then finally, we'll get to the overall overall worst Godzilla. As far as, like, actual performance, um, we're not talking movie, right? Just actual. Yeah. I yeah, think actually, like, monster. incarnation yeah. of God- Godzilla, you know, it would, however. Yeah, it would have to however be. However you interpreted the question, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this is what, yeah, just incarnation of Godzilla as far as like strength and mm-hmm. performance, it would be the Godzilla that runs from uh, Godzilla raids again through. Um, oh God. Through destroy all monsters. Um, he's so bad. Honestly, like <laughs> all of Showa series. Godzilla is, he's not, he's after all monsters attack. He really kind of kicks it into high gear, but um, he just, all he does is throw rocks and, um, I mean, he gets beat by Rodan at one point. I'm like, come on, Godzilla. <laughs> hey. Rodan's good, but like you, you can take Godzilla. You're Godzilla, for God's sake. Uh, that one's great because Rodan's just kicking his ass and then Mothra just rolls up. He's like, hey, guys, cut it out. King Ghidorah is going around and just destroying everything. We got we to gotta take this. And Godzilla's like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. And then Mothra's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Um, it's fantastic. They actually have dialogue. It's great. Um, beautiful <laughs> but that yeah that godzilla is just he's just terrible um not terrible but he, he's definitely the worst um, which which uh what was the beginning and the ending of that godzilla's tenure <clears throat> uh godzilla raids again it's not the okay. first godzilla because that one's right okay. he dies yeah og yes. godzilla dies um so we don't have any actual battle records for him um but godzilla raids again through um, destroy all monsters. I believe. Yeah, destroy all, all monsters. All monsters attack. Oh, destroy all monsters. Okay. Um, 
honestly, he gets better at like Ebera and Son of Godzilla, but he's still not great because he's he's going up against real weak saw stuff in those movies. Yeah, um, yeah, he's that's 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 jobber level Godzilla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then of course the overall best Godzilla. <clears throat> oh God, uh, it's either. I'm going to have to go with uh, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack Godzilla, um, because he just he takes on Mothra, even though it's not like full Mothra. It's close enough to full Mothra. And then King Ghidorah, who's like good guy Ghidorah, which did not make sense. Um, but he takes on both of them, beats them easily. And then also Baragon, who's just so adorable. Um, he's got these floppy ears and these big eyes. And it's like, oh, don't kill. Don't kill Baragon. And then he just disintegrates Baragon like he's nothing. Um, <laughs> and he looks oh, like yeah. an oversized gremlin. Yeah, he's he he doesn't do much. I don't think he got a single <laughs> point against Godzilla. It was bad. Um, that's when, you know, Earth is doomed. Uh, but I mean, this Godzilla has to kill himself. Basically, they got nothing on this guy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's like. Like, f- I'd say Final Wars is great, too, because he goes on a streak in that one. He goes on, like, an eight-kill streak in that movie. But, like, it's all lame Showa series villains, basically. He doesn't really fight much good. Um, but still, I mean, he's he's up there. Um, and then I would say either Godzilla Mothra can get rid of Giant all out attack or Shin, but I don't want to go too much into Shin. Um yeah, because neither I, of you I, have I seen asked, that. Yeah. yeah, I asked Gojo to pull punches because I literally ordered a copy to Shin Godzilla on Tuesday to watch. So, yeah, he's he's up there. Um, even though he doesn't fight another kaiju, but yeah, you'll see when you when you watch it. But and I don't want to spoil it because it's Beautiful. fantastic. Um, I'm excited. But yeah, all right, uh, Nick. I know you you crunched some numbers. I was curious if you saw anything uh interesting in terms of trends for Godzilla box office and and you know any of that sort of stuff uh what what did what did you discover on your journey through the the data I did now that you mention it so uh trend wise anyway so the the numbers themselves uh in terms of uh dollar and yen amounts aren't particularly reliable because a lot of it I think is somewhat uh, rounded off mm. and somewhat estimated. So I pulled a lot of information from Wikipedia, but I also pulled it from Box Office Mojo and a few other... There were, there were a couple other people that kind of had the same curiosities that I did at some point, and they started trying to gather all this information and try to track it because Godzilla is one of those characters that has endured for so long yeah. and is such a cultural icon. And even though I think most would argue the bulk of his movies aren't really that good, he still is like, we still hold him up on this pedestal of like a kick-ass character. And there's something really fascinating to me about that. And so I, I was really curious about, about the money basically because he's such an import. And although America has put their own kind of stamp on Godzilla, he still doesn't really feel like a particularly American character yeah, um, because he's not. And, uh, so, from the the Showa era, as Gojo pointed out, which I think we count from the release of the original Godzilla film up until 1975 is where it ended, mm-hmm. uh, those movies did well in Japan. And uh, cumulatively, Godzilla 54 through Godzilla vs. Gigan 1972, the box office receipts I don't think are readily available internationally, but cumulatively, those movies, which are, I think... Count real quick. One, Both? Two, 12 movies? That's 12, yeah. Yeah. 
They, no, it's thir- what, 13. Uh, if it's counting. Oh, no, there's a re-release. Yeah, there was a re-release. Yeah, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. The was, Raymond uh, Burr one. Yeah. Yep. So you're right, 12. Uh, that was $622 million in adjusted for inflation. Okay. For those. So that was inter- just strictly uh, territories outside of Japan. And a really interesting spike was, uh, my, I'm going to confirm this real quick with my own eyes because it seems like such an insane leap, but it is accurate. Uh, Mothra versus Godzilla from 64 did an insane amount higher than any previous movie. And granted, it was only the, the fourth Hell real yeah. movie, but it <laughs> did 3 billion, I'm sorry, 3, no, oh I'm sorry, 3 million, 3, yeah, 3 billion yen. Ooh. And it translated to, and this is in 64, from the previous movie, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, which was $430 million. So, adjusted for inflation, King Kong versus Godzilla in 62 made just shy of $4 million in Japan, and Mothra versus Godzilla made $30 million. Wow. So, we see a massive leap. So, something I- caught on with this character. So Mothra was already Mothra already had a solo film by that point. So yeah. I wonder if it was it was due this was to like the, the first big crossover. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what yeah. I don't think Japan really gave too much of a too, really cared too much about King Kong. No, um, but these are the that, first that, two like straight up Japanese characters to go at it. Yep. So maybe, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and then from there on, they they jumped back down to about those King Kong versus Godzilla numbers floating around. Well, and something I think that might explain it a little bit too that I'm looking at here. There's some notes on the Wikipedia article that are saying um, like 2.3 billion yen of that came from a 1980 re-release. Oh, they've that's interesting so, that they would lump it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think it's just maybe has to do with some of the data here, but also like that obviously gave what almost it's 20 years after its initial release or so uh 16 years after its initial release it gave a time for like godzilla to grow as a franchise even yeah, like that's true to take know. root yeah. yeah because from uh when the he- the heisei era started in 84 which as you pointed out gojo there was like a nine-year break between there they yeah. started putting up numbers mm-hmm. and like right away so the final showa era movie in japan made adjusting for inflation again around 6.6 million and this is in japan and then the return of godzilla in 84 went up to 26 million so big Mm. big jump and you know there's some interesting correlation too in the rotten tomatoes data as well because king kong versus godzilla has a 47 percent of rotten tomatoes but mothra versus godzilla has a 92 percent so clearly the people respond to Mothra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, for <laughs> sure. No, yeah. Queen. Not throwing any cold water on that because I know Queen it's true. Slay. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, throughout the Heisei era, Godzilla does really well financially. And I think that's kind of what most of us would call the, the golden era of Godzilla mm. uh, in terms of the a lot of the... Yeah. You know, people roughly our age, when we were into it, we were kids, grew up with kind of those movies and those characters and... Clearly, that he was putting up numbers in Japan, and there the data expands to more reliable and more trackable international data. International being the U.S. and other territories, and uh, there's not a lot of information available for some of those in the middle. But the info that is available, I mean, people were turning out to see it, so that was cool. Then, of course, in the U.S., you have the biggest splash when Godzilla came out. TriStar's Godzilla came out in 1998, which has a 16 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Yeah, it did 136 million domestically, 242 million 
internationally for a total of about 380 worldwide. The budget on this though was around 150 million, so it did clear its budget and then some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Wikipedia not says that there bad. was about 80 million dollars in marketing costs as well. So it's like that's a sizable chunk of what they made, but it still did pull a profit it seems. Absolutely. But yeah. the thing the thing that strikes me about this movie, so I did see this movie in theaters back when it came out. Yeah, me too. Um, but I was not particularly exposed to any Godzilla beforehand really. Um Okay. But I remember walking out of this movie and being like, that was kind of (laughs) dumb. And I mean, I would have been eight years old at the time. So it's, you know, it's not like I had a particularly discerning eye for, for, for anything at that point. But well, well, just a few years prior, you had Jurassic Park, which looks and is light years better. Oh, yeah. It's a better movie. It's better effects. They're better characters. Everything about it's better. So if you were like I was, let's see when this movie, when Godzilla came out, I was probably 12. Uh, I was right in that sweet spot of like loving, Mm -hmm. still loving dinosaurs, loving Godzilla, thinking all that stuff ruled. And so I definitely had Jurassic Park uh, in my mind. But I remember walking out of Godzilla and still thinking it was cool because I was like, big lizard. I I, compared to other Godzilla movies, honestly, it's not bad. Um, It's not Godzilla. Like, it's not the mo- the actual Godzilla it's, monster. It's not the camp Godzilla that you look for in a lot of the like yeah. intervening Godzilla movies. Yeah, right? but I mean, like, yeah, for for its time, honestly, I would think you know if you can get past the fact that it's a you know it's it's a new character under a different under the same name. Um, yeah, it's it's got a, it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, it's too I long. It it does a good job, long, but. It does a good job building up the the hype of Godzilla before he like really arrives on the scene. Yeah. Like building up the dread is really cool. I remember as a kid really liking that he was kind of fast and he was a little more agile. Yeah, he, he had a, a high leaner. fade stat, I think. Yeah. So that was that was kind of a cool take because he seemed a little more threatening and that he was a little bit faster, but at the same time you trade off the insane like wanton destruction of so many buildings and stuff when he's not just this big giant boulder rolling through yeah. the city. Yeah, he had so, a I wrote he this is dodge build Godzilla. Like definitely he's, he's totally specs for dodge suit. on this one, yeah. yeah. Um but uh yeah, and it's got the heavy handed message, you know, um mm-hmm. about the military just blowing everything up. It's you know, there's a different heavy handed message for all good Godzilla movies, but you know, this one had it. Um yeah, yeah we don't need to spend fair. too much time on that one. Um yeah. but yeah, I we should we should start breaking into Godzilla versus Kong, but uh Nick, in terms of like the legendary pictures. Can you refresh us on like, yeah, that's what I was going to jump to. So then from there on the millennium ones, they all continue to do pretty well financially. They do pretty well critically too. Most of the rotten tomatoes response is pretty solid. I mean, it's none of them are like held up on like a hallmark, which by the way, Godzilla versus destroy has a 100% of rotten tomatoes for some (laughs) reason, just putting that out there. (laughs) It also made, it also made a lot of money uh, uh, in Japan. I did the uh, the IMDb seeding for my bracket, and that one's got a seven point on IMDb. Um, oh, that's so weird. There, there could definitely be an error in in this in this data that I was pulling. I, I mean, that's I, that's that's like that, number third. I feel seed. like, that's, like kind that's, of, that's real high for Godzilla movies. Yeah. Well, and I, I like also 54, feel like seven point six. Like by nineteen eighty nine, the people who were like critically reviewing a Godzilla movie. <laughs> they checked out, yeah. Especially one called Godzilla versus Destroya. I think uh <laughs> I knew think it was for. most yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And, and you know what? It's simple what you need to deliver is simple. Just do it. Just execute. <laughs> uh so on that note, we move to Legendary. 
and uh, Legendary did Stupid Money, uh, <laughs> which was very uh, something went wrong with my uh, Excel spreadsheet, so it didn't it didn't add up everything the way I wanted to. But either way, it uh, it holds up that it did crazy money. It did way better than Godzilla '98, and it did much better than any of the other two Legendary pictures so far. Now, Godzilla King of the Monsters underperformed critically and financially. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, which is interesting because, and I, we, I was talking to Willie about this, uh, that he said people love to to shit on King of the Monsters, and a lot of people like hate on it. And I was like, really? I didn't really uh, wasn't familiar with that. I hadn't really heard any. But granted, I haven't really done a lot of Godzilla reading on Reddit or anything like that, which is where I'm assuming a lot of this stems from. But within our circle of friends, I think we all kind of agree that we liked it more than Godzilla 2014. Yeah, because I think the thing is, like, they had a decision they could make at Godzilla 2014 and it was like do we try to really like take this in a direction that involves I don't want to call it like seriousness but like do we want to do we want to go silly with it or do we want to be serious with it and I think King of the Monsters decides to go very silly with it in a lot of ways even with like Bradley Whitford and like <laughs> just like a lot of a lot of the elements of like <laughs> It it knows what it is. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it certainly feels a little bit more knowing about it, which is weird considering the box out. Like Godzilla twenty fourteen did well enough that you would think they would have been like you know maybe they tried or... to go. It, more it cleared it cleared it. over half a billion worldwide. Yeah. Wow. So, so it, like, it made a ton of money. And wow. King of the Monsters, by contrast, was a three hundred and eighty six million worldwide. Still a ton of money. I mean, like let's not get. Too, uh, too out of hand with, but, yeah. but you have a budget of 200 million. So, but at you know, the same spending. time, like, I think we all walked out of it being like, man, that was a lot of fun, but there wasn't any of a, like, none of us were like, that was a really solid story. It was like, that was a sweet Godzilla movie. So it's like a different yeah. grading scale that these yeah, movies kind of live. Well, on. I don't think the general public really understands God, how you, how you're supposed to watch a Godzilla movie, you know? Um, yeah. Well, I think if you set out with the goal if if twenty Godzilla twenty fourteen had set out with the goal of let's essentially in spirit remake the fifty four Godzilla where he's mm-hmm. a lone creature he's just kind of causing a lot of damage, I think that's a really great idea because fifty four is so effective because it's pretty horrifying. Like if you think about it, here's this truly unknowable, you know, uh, something you can't comprehend, you can't understand, and you cannot stop. And it's just spewing. F- I mean, if you look at it as an allegory for the atomic bomb, which is essentially what it is, mm-hmm. and you watch it with that in mind, you're like, oh, this is a horrifying movie. And I could see how when this came out, when this was brand new, when this was the only Godzilla that existed, it was like a nightmare. And if you and and Godzilla 2014, I remember thinking the trailer was kind of giving me that oh, yeah. vibe. I was like, yeah. holy crap, like this is going to be terrifying and I'm going to be really, really scared. <sighs> and like, and just to put myself in the position of what if this happened? What if Godzilla came out of the ocean? But then the movie just totally did not deliver on that front, and it no. did the it did the wrong. It committed really, I think the biggest the biggest sin was that it gave us human characters that we just don't give a shit about. Yeah, like don't, and it, it, it's not that you necessarily have to have a central family to focus on, uh, but it, it helps, you know. But they were just so bad that <laughs> it just didn't matter. You yeah. you killed off the wrong characters in that movie early. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cranston should have made it through that movie. But it's also it doesn't there's it is does not focus on the monsters nearly enough. Um like 
I remember, God, the first Godzilla reveal where like you get partial shots of him throughout as he's approaching Hawaii. And then they yeah. finally do that big pan up of him and you mm-hmm. just get this, the roar for the first time. And you're just you are ready. It was so good. And then they cut to some kid watching it on the news and you don't actually see the fight. Like it's it's the worst part of that movie. It just <laughs> yeah. killed it. And I remember uh, thinking that there were there were moments of that movie that worked where you would see him from a distance, like when they're on the monorail and you see him from yeah. like so far away and he still is so big and you're just like, holy shit. Like I get the idea of trying to show it on the news and show it on cell phones and like tie it into the way we would react to it, but at the same time it just it, it just missed something. At the same time, we need we need to see that we need to see the monsters fighting. That's Godzilla. Yeah, we need Sorry. to see him just just pushing buildings over and just yeah. and not even necessarily with malice, just like total was just total disregard of just walking yeah. around and just knocking shit down and not caring about it. And which coming up, considering that it was uh, Gareth Edwards, correct? Uh, I, I had so much, I had such high hopes for it because Monsters yeah. was really cool and Monsters did everything that I wanted this Godzilla movie to do. And it just uh, it was one of those things where it, maybe. Maybe studio interference. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So he shoots. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's going to be something that's interesting to learn more about probably in the coming, you know, years in terms of like these movies coming together. Maybe some of that information's out there, but even with Godzilla versus Kong, we're learning stuff about (laughs) what did the studio want and what did the director want? And, um, (laughs) yeah. And, and so, it's it's strange. It feels like the answers for like what makes a, go- a good Godzilla movie in the eyes of Godzilla fans is is out there. But like, yeah, I don't know what Gareth, Gareth Edwards came to the series kind of thinking if it was really going to be like, a, this is my chance to make the personal Godzilla. And like you said, that kind of go- harkens back to the 54 Godzilla. Or if it, if if it was really just like the studio being like, no man, just big monster fights. Come on, let's do it. Like, or were they the ones that were like, "No, we need some humans in this movie." And Edwards was like, "No, I just want Godzilla." Like, I, I'm curious to know what those conversations really were like, and if we'll ever really know the answers to those. Well, the the leads the leads in monsters are really good, and Scoot McNary is the male lead in that, and it's really just two characters for the most part, and it works really well. And I think he's been hamstrung by studios again with Rogue One. Mm -hmm. I know they stepped in and changed a lot of things. And I really, I don't know if it would be better or if it would be worse, but I really want this guy to be able to make a big movie and just (laughs) let him make it and see how it comes out. (laughs) What we're really trying to say is we want the Edwards cut. Yes. Release the Edwards cut. Hashtag release the Edwards cut. I will say he shoots shoots Godzilla so well, though. Like you get such a great sense of scale and just, just the way he shoots the humans like around the monsters is yeah. fantastic. There's just, there's just not enough monster in that movie. Um, but it, you were talking about like reminiscent of movie, maybe the movie being reminiscent of 54. Uh, that's what you want to watch Shin Godzilla for. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. this is like Shin Godzilla is for those out there who have maybe have not seen it and care about Godzilla. You gotta see it. Cause it's honestly, if, if somebody were to take, were to basically make Godzilla 54 today, like the, with the same, you know, focus on like social commentary and yeah, terror and yeah. Yeah. Like this is the movie they would make. And uh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's also well, ex- the one that has kind of made the most money in Japan Interesting. Uh, of the Japanese ones. Shin Godzilla was really well received. It also has a really high Rotten Tomatoes score. That's, it's won awards like in Japan. Yeah. Like, it, like it's, 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 
it's quite well regarded. And so King of the Monsters did far less financially and critically. And uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is doing phenomenally considering what it's being hampered by. <laughs> uh, critically, yeah. currently it's sitting at 75% of Rotten Tomatoes, which, you oh. know, full disclosure that I should have thrown at the top of this, who gives a shit about Rotten Tomatoes really? I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a it's a it's a referential point at best. Yeah. So, it, but it can be at least reflective of kind of the 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 common thought. Um, and it has done around fifty million domestically and two hundred and forty internationally for a total of around two hundred and eighty five million worldwide, which oh. is only a hundred million shy of King of the Monsters. And it's only been out for a week and a couple days, week and a day. Well, just to say the the uh, two weeks ago. The film Nobody was maybe one of the bigger releases that won won the box office that weekend with I think six million dollar weekend, mm-hmm. and Godzilla versus Kong managed to do I think the three day total was something like thirty something million dollars. So yep. quite a big difference uh, in even even during the pandemic. But we should get into Godzilla versus Kong. Um, so this is directed by Adam Wingard. The IMDb synopsis says the epic next chapter in the cinematic monster verse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another, the fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. Um, and this movie stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, a bunch of other useless humans, but also <laughs> Godzilla and King Kong themselves. Um, it stars Lance Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> that one line he's got oh my god he kills it all three oh, of us boy. saw skull island right i yeah. did after the fact yeah okay um, just checking but uh yeah so in terms of this movie nick i'm gonna throw it to you first like oh does this deliver on the promise like like you said we we enjoyed um God, uh godzilla king of the monsters quite a bit i know that when you guys saw uh, Kong Skull Island, you had a great time with it as well. I also enjoyed it too. Um, does Godzilla versus Kong deliver on what was laid out before us in those previous movies? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I'm I'm not really a fan. I go back and forth on it, but I'm I think currently as I'm sitting here, I'm not a, the hugest fan of the this design of Godzilla. He's just a little too big for me. <laughs> And it's not his height. He's just so wide that I, I wonder, <laughs> like, how does he even move under his own power? And there, it just is, there's something about it that kind of throws me. And so I went into this movie thinking Godzilla was going to be the winner. I thought that Godzilla would win round one, Kong would win round two. And then I thought there would be a round three that was a team up. And I got pretty close to that being true, uh, or maybe accurate, at least by my metric. And uh, I think for the sake of time, if you want to go for full spoilers, we will we will say spoiler Terry has begun. Oh, OK. Well, so that that I think is essentially what happens. But I, I remember being satisfied with how Godzilla was presented and how he fought. And I was very satisfied with how Kong was presented and how he fought. I think uh, when I walked out of Skull Island or shortly after Skull Island, when they announced this movie was going to be made, I remember laughing and being like, there's no way Kong even gets a hit in because <laughs> You know, it seems so unlikely, but they do a very good job of explaining where Kong is at physically and mentally, and they do a really good job of tying human characters to him. I think uh, the two characters both have kind of their own support staff, whether they know it or not. 
<laughs> I think the Kong ones are really, I think they're genuinely good characters. I think their interactions are actually really meaningful. I, I like the way they tied, you know, tying uh, humans into King Kong has kind of been a thing, obviously, in, in all of his uh, characterizations. But I think this is just really good because it's not like tinged with weirdness. It's, uh, it's really cool and it feels totally believable. And uh, uh, Godzilla's support staff are awful. <laughs> and I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't like their story. I didn't like their motivation. There's some tiny, interesting character things for Brian Tyree Henry's character. But they would be better served in a different movie, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably just in a Kong movie, honestly. If he had been on Team Kong, I would probably would have liked him better. But he's weighed down by the rest of the the sogginess of team Godzilla and the whole subplot there just didn't need to happen. I was like, Godzilla doesn't really need anyone in his corner. And it, at least in that capacity. And it felt like a leftovers from the behind the scenes drama, which we, or lack thereof. I don't know. It's, it's been, it sounds like the, the explanation for a lot of it has been polished up. And Alex, I'm assuming you're going to get into that a little bit more. That feels like stuff that could have been left on the cutting room floor though, mm-hmm. or thrown out with the rest of the, uh, with the bathwater that was thrown out. Uh, but I think the effects are really good. I think the score is pretty cool. I saw people online bitching about the score and I was like, all right. What? I, really? I thought it was neat. Yeah. People seem to be getting over Junkie XL's thing. And I, I can kind of see the fatigue of it, I guess. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty big sucker for kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it that a lot of these composers have. Like, I'll never get sick of Hans Zimmer. And admittedly, he kind of is running in circles for a while, but he just does it so well that I don't care. It's good. And I think kind of the same thing about a lot of junkie XL stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, I think the runtime is pretty beautiful. I think the conclusion of the movie is pretty cool. And I would like to see more, I think, with these monsters. But at the same time, I'm also satisfied if they decide that they're going to bury it for a few years and then you know revive it again in another 10 15 uh depending on what happens but i think uh, adam wingard does a pretty good job i like uh, i like a lot of his approach i wish we could combine him with uh, gareth edwards because i think they would make something pretty insane uh, yeah, that would get be some cool. of the get some of the perspective and the and the uh the awe of gareth edwards because i didn't notice that as much in this one in terms of the scale of these dudes it certainly felt very pulled back you know, mm-hmm. it, it did. It, it feels probably a little bit more like those older Godzilla movies with the people in the suits. Cause like, while you can still do some of that kind of like really low angle type stuff with miniatures and whatnot, I think it was, it, it's harder to do that type of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. You're following the action from the point of view of Kong for the most part. And yeah. so naturally they're almost eye to eye. So it's, it's going to lose some of that mm-hmm. scale, but I think some of the, some of the sequences, if we had seen it from the ground, would like if there was another take, another cut of this where it was entirely from human perspective, it would probably be the most insane shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, it would be so oh, God, sweet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Uh, I think it was a cool way to kind of kick off the spring summer movie season, and I'm I'm really glad that it's doing well financially and that people are responding to it because I think it deserves it. It's they're they're two obviously very iconic characters. I think they're both done justice. I actually would. I, I want to see more of, I mean, I want to see more of both of them, but from, from right now, I kind of want to see more of just Kong like Godzilla. I like what they did with Godzilla in this. And I, I like Godzilla best when he's kind of like a hurricane and he just shows up and 
does his thing and then goes back into the ocean. But like Kong is definitely more of a character in this. And I think uh, I really want to see a little bit more of, of what he's got going on. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Gojo, what were your overall thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, we're full spoiler, Terry, right? Yes. Guys, guys, Godzilla blows a hole through the entire Earth. <laughs> he just sh- atomic breath straight through the Earth's crust into the, this, the hollow this, core of the earth and just this says, place that they've been trying to get to for years. Godzilla and, just and like, Godzilla's oh, just gonna... like, I'm go- yeah. Okay. Express elevator bitches. And then he just <laughs> blows a hole in the earth. <laughs> I forgot God. to say that the most of the story of this movie makes absolutely no sense. And no. if you think about it for more than 30 <laughs> seconds, it completely falls apart. <laughs> but, but like you said, Gojo, you got to know how to watch a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and the thing that I love about it most is that it's not even he's like, oh, I got to jump down there. It's nope. just him like yelling downstairs to be like, hey, stop fucking with my shit. He's like, Kong, get, get up the here. fuck Come out on. of there. Yeah. We're doing this right now. <laughs> he's like, I know you got the G axe. Let's do this. Give me a real fight. Um, God, yeah. Uh, it's honestly this could probably be a bad movie, but uh, it's a great Godzilla movie. I thought just, um, I think it it balances monster action with with you know the necessary human element i think it does it pretty well um it helps having that you can pretty much have kong around almost at all times because he's a lot more civilized than godzilla um so you can actually have like kaiju action and you could have you could have kaiju around without having it constantly be the focal point of you know everybody needs to survive because when Godzilla shows up, it's just all bets are off. It's, it's, it's throwdown time, but Kong, you can just, he can be around. Um, and I love like chaotic, neutral Godzilla too. Just like he doesn't, he doesn't actually care about humanity or people. Um, he just cares about being, being number one. Um, he just needs to be the best, uh, so when Kong shows up and I love that they have to build a stadium around Kong just so Godzilla won't come and kick his ass. Like <laughs> that's the story point. Like it's great. Oh my God. It is um, really good. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I, I, I know Tim and I had this like kind of playful back and forth. Gojozilla versus long uh, feud here uh, about who would do best. King long. Yes. King long uh, versus Gojozilla. Um, but like Kong really brought it in this movie. Um, he did well without being like, you know, unbelievable as a match against Godzilla. Um, he didn't seem juiced, you know, he didn't yeah, I just mean, roid him out or anything. You yeah. Know? Um, they grew him a little bit in size. You yeah. Know, but I mean, you, ha- you he's have got to. a great yeah. beard. He's, yeah. He looks great. Um, and when he gets that G axe, that was fantastic. Yes. Um, that was, that was a nice little element. Cause it's like, Kong, you can't beat Godzilla on your own, so you need a piece of Godzilla to beat Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can be, I can be okay with that. Um, and then, I mean, as far as my actual battle record here, I got Godzilla two, uh, and then I gave Kong. The, Kong basically gets the credit for killing Mechagodzilla at the end. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even give Godzilla any credit for that because Mechagodzilla just kicked his ass. It was brutal. Um, yeah. Mechagodzilla was was really cool. Uh, Mechagodzilla <sighs> is fucking terrifying. So the speed great. at like, which he moves. Oh my god! Yeah, like I don't necessarily love the design. It's a cool yeah. design, but like I would have preferred one that looked more complete, or like at least like a guy who could be wearing a suit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this Important this was criteria. this was the toughest Mechagodzilla 
even though he didn't actually notch a win um, in, in the Gojo scoring system. But uh, yeah, this was the best Mecha Godzilla yet. He was like one and a half times Godzilla size. It was great. Um, I would leave it to the private sector, you know. Um, old Mecha Godzillas were all government contracts, and you know they they really they just they screwed up at the worst times. This one, you know, he just performed super well, um, except for the whole being taken over by King Ghidorah thing. Um, yeah, yeah, this Ghidorah virus. Yes, the story was. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a Godzilla story. What are you going to do? Um, honestly, it did feel like for the Godzilla crew, uh, it felt like there was a story there that got that got completely removed, like wholesale surgery. Like yeah. the the Japanese guy who's controlling Mechagodzilla was his name was Ren Sarazawa. Yeah, so this supposedly is probably the good son of of what to break yeah. in. Okay, yeah. So Tim Tim had posted an image in the, in one of our group texts. Uh, I think. I, I didn't actually source this, so I'm not. I can't remember exactly where he got it from, but it was somebody who supposedly is credited on the film as additional crew. Uh, but th- <laughs> these are their words: the changes made to Adam Wingard's original version of Godzilla vs Kong are huge. But it's important to note that Adam himself was involved in all of the changes and all the decision making and all of the reshoots. Spoilers to follow. There's too much to detail in depth, but broad changes impl- include the complete removal of Skarsgård's original motivation in which his fiance dies on the expedition he is leading into Hollow Earth on Skull Island. This turns Skarsgård's character down a dark path. We originally find him as a depressed drunk who hangs out at dive bars. Yeah, no thanks. Thumbs down. Another huge change is the reasoning for Godzilla's attacks. Originally, it's Isa Gonzalez using a device called the Orca Z to control Godzilla, (sighs) shifting humanity's trust away from him. Part of this storyline kind of still exists, although with different context. Godzilla stops attacking the ship when they turn the power off. Originally, this would depower the Orca Z as well, causing Godzilla's sudden disinterest in continuing to fight. This plan would see Damien Bashir's character eventually seen as hero for besting Godzilla with his mecha variant. Probably the biggest change is that of Shun Ogiri's Ren Serizawa revealing himself not only as the son of Ken Watanabe's Ishiro Serizawa, but as the big bad of the film, hiring an assassin to murder Simmons right as Mecha comes online, allowing Ren to upload Ghidorah as he had always planned. Amongst a bevy of other changes slash omissions are Millie Bobby Brown's character's PTSD and her acting out of character, married and her father, Kyle Chandler's mistrust of Godzilla, Brian Tyree Henry's character killing the assassin before he can take out Millie Bobby Brown and Julian Dennison, the removal of the entirety of Zhang Z, uh, Jessica Henwick's character. She was a reporter and Lance Reddick. Uh, wall painting uh, paintings in Kong's throne room, chronicling an ancient war with Mothra, Rodan, and Behemoth, <gasps> as well as many others, big and small. Oh God, Mothra would tone... make short work of Kong. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mothra would melt him to. Ugh. Sorry, go. The tone was changed. The narrative streamlined to something more palatable for general audiences, and the film has been a huge success. Warner Brothers was not involved. It's a legendary film. Um, so you know, take some of that with a grain of salt, but like honestly, it all I, tracks in, te- yeah. in terms of what we saw with the movie. It feels think- like a lot of the human stuff was was cut down and honestly it feels the, like it's probably better because of those cuts yeah i think the the sarazawa stuff is the big one for me like that that you can tell that's 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 missing um mm-hmm. you could tell there's supposed to be more there i couldn't but maybe because i i was expecting it because i was talking to willie about it and he mentioned that sarazawa's son in this and we started talking about it but um 
that I I would have liked I would have liked him to I would have liked the him being the big bad thing. Um, it's, it's yeah, a little it's more really than weird. Just, I was just gonna say it's really weird that they would have a character directly named after someone yeah. in the prior two movies that they do not address at all whatsoever yeah. in this movie. So yeah, honestly, I would have liked I would liked a cut of these three movies that are just go back and make them all focused around Sarazawa. Um, mm. Make that happen, please. Um, someone Snyder cut that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eleven's kind of a shit in this movie. Honestly, she's just the worst. Like I like Millie Bobby yeah. Brown. She's, she's, she's very talented young, young lady, but she, her character is just so annoying in this movie. I mean, yeah, the well, whole Godzilla, the, I'm sorry. What was um, Tyree? What Brian, was Tyree, Brian Tyree. Tyree. Brian Tyree Henry. I, I liked his character, like from a Godzilla movie character standpoint. Um, <laughs> uh, just, but just that whole story of like, these are basically just conspiracy theorists and they're all right about everything and everything's like weird and annoying. I don't know. I didn't love it. Um, but yeah, if, I think if you, if you kept in the Sarazawa storyline on the Godzilla side, it, it would have made the movie a lot better. I think. I think so too. That's uh, without, actually, I think that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah. Without like, I, I wouldn't want it to be longer. Um, because <clears throat> Godzilla 2014 is uh, that's two hours plus, right? I don't remember what it was, but it's real I long so, and yeah. it feels long. Yeah. Um, I think what I we were like, like at an hour 45 till the credits in this one. And it was <laughs> yes. fantastic. Was it was beautiful. perfect. Like I, it, I didn't feel like any of the fights could have gone longer. Um, we got a lot of action in this and it felt, it felt good. Um, I will obviously could always go for more Kaiju fights, but like, they got a good amount in. Uh, it was all really cool action too. the Hong Kong fight where they kill like, I don't know, four or five million people. Um, fantastic. Um, <laughs> Kong doing the, the lethal weapon rigs, putting his shoulder back into, with like smashing <laughs> it into a building. Oh my mm, God. So good. You got to put that in the movie hall of fame. Cause it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, I forget when it happened, but I think Godzilla just like beasted Kong at some point, and then he's just straight up smiles at him. Yeah, yeah. I oh my god, I loved that menacing um, Godzilla. Is, yes, is very good Godzilla with evil smile. That was oh fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, all in all, I yeah, it, this is a fantastic Godzilla movie. Um, it made it to the quarterfinals of my bracket, uh, and that's not a recency bias thing. I think um, nice. It's it's got pretty much anything you'd want from a Godzilla movie, anything you should reasonably expect from a Godzilla movie uh, without, I think, reaching too far beyond that. Um, and it's God, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire Hong Kong se- sequence, just with all the all the neon and all neon the neon lights yep. God, and the just Godzilla spamming the atomic breath, which I love to see. Um, <laughs> he does that a lot. Um I forget which one is mostly Heisei. I think he just, he just doesn't even care. He's just atomic breath. Screw it. Um, show a series just throws rocks. And then Heisei is just like, just fire breath, everything. Why do I have it? If I'm not going to use it. Um, I was fantastic. so torn on that. I thought it was really cool. But at the same time, like I said, after we finished the movie, I kind of like when the atomic breath is like the big final blow. Yeah. He's got to like build up when you see the spikes start to light up and you're just like, Oh, and you know that it's coming. Yeah. It's like the big finishing move. There's something about that that I yeah. That they I used it miss. really well in 2014. Yeah, I think yep. I, by like the third in a trilogy, 
you know, it, it does come down to the point of like, why is why is he not using this more? The particularly, particularly if you're fresh off of 32 Godzilla movies and <laughs> you know that, you know, he, he doesn't hold back. This is not some this is yeah, this is like his point. This is his heavy attack. You know, this is his triangle, you know, triangle to atomic breath. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like when it's when they time it right in 2014, it's 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 so cool. Uh, yeah. uh, Hollow Earth was really sweet. Yep. Yes. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. You know Hollow what? Earth I'm, was really cool. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to pass it off to Alex now because I've been talking too long. Yeah. No, I, I just, uh, I wanted to get a few general thoughts out. I do think this is probably my favorite experience of the three movies, um, the three American legendary Godzilla movies. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to them finally just kind of getting even closer to dialing in that right balance of like monster fights and humans. Like the first third of this movie feels a little slow to me because it is the most bogged down and like, here's who some of these people are and why they might be running around and stuff like that. But as Nick said, like I liked the people that were working with Kong. I liked that he has this relationship with this young deaf girl who I think was an awesome actor. And it's, it's awesome that they gave uh, like a deaf actor, the opportunity to be the one that is like the, the person who can communicate with Kong. I think yeah. She was fantastic. Cool. She mm-hmm. was very good. Yeah. Um, so some some of the human stuff, I think, you know, it, it, it gets a little slower in the beginning of this movie. But I feel like by the time that you get to Hollow Earth and, and kind of after the first Godzilla versus Kong fight and stuff like that, I think the movie really kicks into high gear. And I think they do a good job of just delivering on the action. And like Gojo said, it's like an hour and 45-ish minutes, uh, not including credits. And I think... Uh, just the the pacing of this movie is great. Like there's some times where I feel as though, like, okay, and when I think about it, I come down on both sides at different times. Where I'm like, I think the turnaround of them, how quickly the turnaround of them teaming up to take out Mechagodzilla happens, is a little bit too short. But at the same time, I feel like just getting straight to it because we both know we everybody knew that's what was coming in the third act. I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, I think they did a good job of just kind of setting the table and having a great fight. Like the fights between Godzilla and Kong were very, very good. And I enjoyed that. Like, you know, there's times where they both feel like they might have the upper hand, but, and, and Godzilla kind of being <laughs> giving Kong mercy at the end of this movie, I felt like was a really <laughs> cool moment of them just kind of like mutual seeing eye to eye respect, and, yeah. Yes, yes, respecting each other in some way I think was was very cool. I think it's like Godzilla's um, just like, you know what? Just you're okay, just leave, take Hollow Earth and we're good. Yeah. You get that. You you hang out in Hollow Earth. <laughs> I'm going to stay here cuz it's cool here and these That's people be are thing. horrified of me. Yeah. Um but no, like you were saying, yeah, Hollow Earth is very cool. I feel like that'll be maybe an interesting place for them to explore if there are future movies. I know that there was some I feel like there were some questions about how many movies Legendary was able to make with their deal with Toho. Yeah. I don't know if we're nearing the end of that or um, or if this is the last or if they will do more. I mean, obviously, if it makes more money, they might be able to work something out, but we'll see. Um, but I would be down to see more, which I think is great. Um, and And just to kind of like blow it wide open with hollow earth and some of the monsters that could appear down there. I think, uh, I think it was very cool. Even the visuals of hollow earth and just how all of that worked 
Um, as Nick said, none of the story makes any sense, but I still had a great time just kind of being like, well, this is where we are now. We're in a <laughs> hollow section of the earth. And, uh, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> it was well realized for sure. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's a good way and to it's put it. Cool. That, uh, that's allegedly where the, they think the Kaiju all spawn from because we don't know how big the expanse of hollow earth is. So, this could be where your your Rodans and exactly. etc. are all chilling. So, blow it wide open. Bring them all in. I want I want to see Final Wars, but in, <gasps> in legendary quality. Well, yeah, and it could be that for that one, they need to bring Godzilla off of regular Earth and bring him down through into Hollow Earth to back up his boy Kong. I want to see kaiju sized uh, uh, UFC fighter fry. Oh appearing. my god. <laughs> yes, the legend of Fry continues. God, no, give me Final Wars with Godzilla up top and Kong down below, and it's a Ooh. split screen. Like, split screen <laughs> fights just going at the same time. I don't care. Beautiful. Oh, That man. sounds beautiful. But, no, I, I honestly, like, I feel like this was uh, this was a lot of fun watching. And as, as Gojo was saying, the Hong Kong sequence, uh, especially the fight at night, is absolutely gorgeous it was gorgeous when we watched it uh on a projector outside uh together uh this past weekend but also like i i went and watched those last 30 minutes again on my tv with hdr last night and (gasps) it's fucking mind-blowing how cool it looks like it's just absolutely gorgeous um so i appreciated a lot of that stuff but um yeah no i Go ahead. I, I really like Rebecca Hall mm-hmm. and I've only seen her probably in three or four movies, I think, but like w- w- get her in more stuff, man. She's awesome. Yeah. Like I think she's really, really good in this movie and she does a great job playing off of the zaniness of it all <laughs> and balancing the drama with it. I mean, it was, I thought it was really commendable. Yeah. Really? The only other thing that I've seen her in is Iron Man three. And, and even in that, in that yeah. like I enjoyed her in that. Yeah. Quite a bit. I think, um, uh, she she isn't given a whole lot to work with, but like no, I think I think she's great. I and will like, say, you know, I was just gonna say, I'll take an Alexander Skarsgård whenever. <laughs> I think the guy can be fun and, and talented. Even the the one moment with him and the kid, so where, funny. Yeah, where, where, <laughs> the where brave. Like, we're, yeah. we're brave, and he's signing coward to her because that's what <laughs> Kong signed to him. Like it, yeah. It's I, I it's a lot of fun. Uh, and and I think he's. I'm glad that he that we got like the kind of stupid Zoolander Alexander Skarsgård in this. (laughs) Yes. And not not like Tarzan Alexander. Like he wasn't trying to be smoldering or overly hunky or anything. He's He's just. No. It was. Yeah. yeah, He's a perfect Godzilla leading man. Um, Dead fiance Alexander Skarsgård does not sound like what I would want out of this. No, that seems horrible. Criminal under usage of Lance Reddick and Kyle Chandler, I will say. Cut Um, your pop some slack. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Best line of the movie. Oh, man. Yeah, see, that's Um, that's another part where it felt like, yeah, we we left a lot on the floor there. I don't know. And that's the thing is that I don't necessarily know that it needed more human stuff. But, like, I don't necessarily know that Brian Tyree Henry needed to enter the picture. Um, You know, I think they could have. I'm curious to know what of that ended up on the floor and why and what it was really meant to be like. Yeah. I mean, I you never got the indication that Brian or excuse me, that uh, Kyle Chandler was actually in Hong Kong. So when he shows up at the end of the movie, it's like, what? Uh, but what? Yeah. None of like, that matters. Yeah. Um, 
You don't bring in Lance Reddick for one line. Kind of like they brought in Joe Morton just to watch Mothra hatching, which was beautiful. But um, yeah, I yeah, was, I, I want to say about Rebecca Hall, honestly, anytime I see the name, I instantly think Rebecca Black of the Friday song. <laughs> like just that's there's my mind goes straight there. Well, that's, and then I, um, of course, hear the song and it's a bad day for everyone. <laughs> I'm glad that Rebecca Black is not in Godzilla vs. Kong. But, uh, you know, uh, I did enjoy Julian Dennison. I think I mostly just need to watch The Hunt for the Wilder People because I haven't watched that yet. Me neither. I, was I his, think it's on uh, Netflix. I, yeah, it's either Netflix or Hulu. And uh, and I, I know that that was uh, kind of a... Uh, I wouldn't, first of all, directed by Taika Waititi, so oh, that's yes. good. But also, I think that was Julian's like big... Uh, debut, debut mostly yeah co-starring so, uh sam neill yes yes and <laughs> yeah, Darby. so there you go please. but yeah uh i don't know any any uh final thoughts here i know we're, we're kind of running out of time so i apologize if if everybody wanted some more godzilla versus kong time but uh any final thoughts on godzilla versus kong no i mean honestly there's even if we had six hours dedicated to talk about this i wouldn't have anything more to say like it's pretty cut and dry like there's not a whole lot to to sink your teeth into with it you just kind of gotta kick back and grab a couple beers or whatever and and have a good time like it's a it's a fun movie yeah Yeah. i think i think it would have been a perfect first movie back if we had all been vaccinated you know to yeah. go into the theater and go see it but uh i think we got the next best experience still getting mm-hmm. to to watch it together which is nice gojo what were you gonna say just you know as long as you keep your expectations i think in the right place and that's it's maybe sounds like a backhanded compliment but you know like we've been talking about all night here godzilla movies are um they're a special breed uh and you just have to you just they're uh popcorn switch your brain off watch fun things happen kind of movie and as long as you're in that frame of mind this is a this is this is going to be a good good experience for you yeah for me it's just kind of like as soon as godzilla is in the title i just want to <laughs> see some cool shit and honestly like if there happens to be any compelling characters or like somewhat of a cool story or anything like that, that stuff would be an icing that's on top of the cake. But, uh, but I think this movie kind of delivers on the just lots of fun. And and I did enjoy the score as well. Uh, You know, I'm not huge on junkie XL stuff, but I think this is probably one of uh, one of the scores of his that I've enjoyed the most. Um, So, you know, take that for what it's worth, but uh yeah, no, I, I, I like I liked this movie quite a bit. And uh and I had a great time with it and I had a great time watching it with you guys. So same. Junkie uh Junkie XL is responsible for uh ancient lamentation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League. So there, of there's a knock against him. Oh, That's fair. Boo. That's fair. He also did the Dark Tower, uh, which I don't remember any of that He's i actually some i when i was reading this these people complaining about it there were a lot of people that stepped out in defense of the dark tower score they said it's actually a really great score not a good movie but I honestly can't remember any of it me but, either uh, you know but his fury road uh soundtrack is bulletproof yes yeah and i mean even the the wonder woman theme that he did for Ugh, Dawn of justice it, dude it rock, awesome. rocks um you know so i think there's at least he did the score for Sonic the Hedgehog, and I recall liking that one. Yeah. 
This is the so, last movie yeah. I saw in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same here. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. Uh, next oh, time. Actually, oh, go let ahead. Me just real. Let me just. Because I told you all I was keeping track of wins and losses. So here yes. is the final record for Godzilla in all Godzilla iterations, which obviously does not include Zilla, who is a different creature. But Godzilla <laughs> is 47 wins, 17 losses, and five ties slash no contest. So uh, that's a pretty solid win loss there. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. That's what pretty is King good. Kong's? Uh, well, I only did the Godzilla movies, so this does oh. not count Skull Island <laughs> or any King Kong movies. When I mean, you know, I he think gets, they're all losses. <laughs> when he gets really? shot, well, he gets shot down by some planes, and I'm like, that's yeah. embarrassing. So Kong in Godzilla movies, which at this point is only King Kong versus Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong, uh, he's two and four. So that's yeah. that's, that's not right, King. Though. It's not King Ghidorah bad, but it's bad. He's the and, people's champ. Eh. Well, like Nick was saying, maybe we need some more King Kong movies. Uh, yeah. But, uh, that would be cool to see. I want to see Mothra kick his ass. Because it um, would happen. It would happen. But yeah. I think, uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to do next time. We'll have to discuss among the group and figure out what we're going to do. But uh, Mortal Kombat will be the episode after next, for sure. Uh, which I'm very excited for. And, and I think uh, we'll probably we'll probably end up doing uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, when that's that true. Is concluded, which you know won't what? be next time. I don't think. There might, oh, it yeah. might be. I don't know. It'll be there that might... week, but it won't be out yet. <sighs> maybe we can. Maybe we can find a way to delay or something. We'll see. We'll have to. Whatever. We'll figure it out. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com. Let us know what you thought of Gojo's journey through all of Godzilla and uh, and its films. Um, and uh and our discussion of Godzilla versus Kong. Um patreon.com slash Midwest Podnet or mpn.bz slash Patreon. Go there and uh and hopefully you can throw us a dollar a month. We'd appreciate it. Uh or you can give us even five dollars a month. You can come chat with us on Discord whenever you would like. Uh and uh we'll also give you a shout out if you give us ten dollars a month. So that uh that's what we do here with the Patreon. And um other than that. I think, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on uh, on Twitter accounts and whatnot. I believe the Midwest Podcast Network Twitter account uh, is is what was once the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast Twitter account. So keep an eye on that. We'll try to announce whatever we're going to do next episode, and that way you can uh, you can make sure that you've seen whatever we're going to talk about. But until then, Kyle XY, go watch a movie.
Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for indulging my Godzilla journey. uh, Oh, of course. I I, hope hope it goes over well. That was 33 movies worth of, or 35 (laughs) movies worth of... uh, worth of work that you did there it should it should be recognized so yeah that's an that's an endurance yeah i don't remember when i started watching but i think it might have been january that's when i got the actually got the showa series so nice um, you know everybody's got to do something in quarantine even though mm-hmm. it's not really quarantine anymore what's the next journey gonna be oh god i don't know i don't know what's the series what's the franchise with even more movies are there james any? bond maybe Ooh. i don't think we're at 30 <laughs> yet with those but i mean it's it's in the league I was thinking about it. Godzilla is Japan's James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if only that line had made it into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>